Welcome to Word Anchor Podcast with Dr. Karen Kambule, where we search the scriptures to find solutions to life's issues. Download to this episode, share it with your friends and family. Stay blessed. Remember to make the Word of God your anchor. Thank you for tuning in to Word Anchor Podcast. This is the fourth episode on the series Be Healed. And the title today is Healing is the Children's Bread. If you are a child of God, you have every right to expect and to ask for healing. It is provided for those who are children of God. When a child lands on this earth, they don't care who feeds them and how they will feed them. All they want is food and they cry and someone will provide. A mother puts a baby on her breast immediately after birth and the little human starts sucking without being taught. It is a natural thing for a human being to eat food. And as the baby grows, they'll be given food to feed themselves. They will still ask for food or cry for it when they are still very little. But there comes a time and age where a child is able to make food for themselves and they won't be hungry as long as there is food in the house. However, some lazy children will not make food or they will take the easily available food which is not so healthy and they will eat that when they are hungry. But the bottom line is, food is there for the children. Parents know how important food is, even more than a car or even a house, and they make that available. You cannot die of hunger when your parents have made food available. I saw a video clip from a film of a woman that had died whilst in the company of a little girl probably around five or six years of age. She did not understand that the mother was dead and she kept on waking her up. Eventually, she got hungry and went to the kitchen to make some food for herself. But since she's small, she had to get things to stand on in order to get to what she wanted in the fridge. She dropped some stuff, broke some other things, made a big mess in the kitchen. She didn't know how to make food for herself and her mother was dead. She didn't even know that she was dead. So she made a plan to get some food. She sat down to eat and she also tried to give that to her mother who was dead. She tried to feed her. She wouldn't die of hunger when there was some food in the house. So the message that you must take from this episode is that healing is the children's bread. Children go to the kitchen and take food to eat. They go to the table and sit down and eat. Children do not die of hunger when there is food available for them. It will be an error to blame parents for their children's malnutrition if they have provided them with food. The Bible tells us of a story of healing and it relates that to food. Hence the title, Healing is the Children's Bread. In Matthew chapter 15 verse 21 to 28, it tells us of a time where Jesus went and uh, was walking around the region of Tyre and Sidon. And there was a woman of Canaan that came from that region and cried out to Jesus. She asked Jesus, have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely demon-possessed. And the Lord did not answer a word. The Bible says he did not answer her. And the disciples came and urged him, send her away, for she cries out after us. They're probably tired of hearing her cry and calling on the Lord. But Jesus then answered and said, I was not sent except to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But the woman came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. And Jesus answered, 
It is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. Just imagine, what kind of an answer is this one? This woman was desperate. She was crying out after Jesus. She was calling him the son of David. She was calling him Lord. And there he answers and says, it's not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. But this woman would not be discouraged. She answered him back, yes, Lord. Yet even the little dogs eat the crumbs which falls from the master's table. So that which you have used about the little dogs and the food and the table, I'm going to use exactly that. And I'm going to say whatever it is that is being offered to me, even if it's just little crumbs, even if I may be likened to a dog, I'm going to receive that. And Jesus was amazed. His answer was, oh woman, great is your faith. Let it be to you as you desire. And the daughter was healed from that very hour. There are lessons that we need to take from this. The first lesson is persistence. She went to Jesus. She asked for help. She asked him to heal her daughter. And the Lord ignored this woman. The disciples told Jesus to send her away. Imagine you are desperate. You need help. You go to a church service. You ask for prayer from the pastor. And the assistant pastors tell the pastor that he must send you away. You're actually making noise. You are being a nuisance in church. There is no time. We want to go home. You are disturbing us. You're disturbing the flow of the service. Some people come to church and go back home without being healed, without receiving even the minister of the laying on of hands, simply because there are people around that will talk things, that will complain, that would want to go home quickly, even though somebody needs help in the church. Jesus Christ responded to this woman eventually, and he likened her request to bread. Jesus Christ responded initially saying that he was not sent to anyone else except the children of Israel. So firstly, he ignored her. Secondly, he said, you're actually of the wrong tribe. You're of the wrong people. You are not of Israel. I am not here for you. She still persisted. She's kept on asking. Even though she's ignored, even though other people are already complaining, she still persisted. Even when the Lord said, I have not come for your kind of people. You are not the kind of people that I came to heal or to bring the message of healing. She still persisted. And the Lord said to her, it is not good that I give the children's food to the dogs. And this woman, imagine you, you need food, you are hungry, you are told that you, you can see the food on the table. There is a buffet on the table and you are hungry. The children are playing around. They're not even coming close to the table. They're not sitting and you are hungry. You need food and you ask for food and somebody says to you, this food does not belong to your kind. This food belongs to the children. And this woman imagining herself as a dog she said yet even the little dogs eat the crumbs which falls from the master's table from her perspective whether jesus likened her to a dog whether it was just a metaphor it didn't matter what was important was there was an opportunity even for those that may be likened to dogs you can call me a dog lord it is okay she called him lord she called him the son of David, she cried after him, but then he likened her to a dog and she still persisted. She didn't give up. Some of us would have actually left and said, no, this, this Jesus is racist and tribalistic. He doesn't like non-Jewish people. But this woman wanted that which is already provided for the children. Some believers will ask once and when they don't get it, they'll start looking for a reason why. Maybe I've sinned. Maybe it's not the plan of God for me. Maybe the Lord is teaching me a lesson. Maybe the Lord does not love me. This woman, she rejected all the reasons why she could not get her daughter's healing. Jesus ignored her. She still persisted. 
The disciples wanted her sent away. She still persisted. Jesus said he's not been sent to her people. She still persisted. Jesus called her a dog. She still persisted. The food that Jesus came to bring to the people was for the children. She was not a child in the kingdom. She was not a child in Israel. But as a dog, as likened to a dog, she persisted. She ignored all the reasons and stood her ground. Even the little crumbs were sufficient. Praise the Lord. She persisted in prayer. The Bible says to us, we must pray without ceasing. We must pray and not give the enemy a chance to tell us all the reasons why we cannot receive what we have asked of from the Lord. Second thing that we need to learn from this story is Jesus Christ presents healing as food. So there is a table that is set for us. Psalm 23 verse 5 says, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. So there is a table that is set for the children. Some children can get hungry and not even go to the table. The lesson is food is already there. Our healing is there. What can we find on this table that is set? We can find the word. And the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. And we beheld his glory. The glory as of the only begotten of the father. Full of grace and truth. John 1 verse 14. That is the kind of food that you'll find at the table. That the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. In John chapter 6 verse 48 to 53 he says, I am the bread of life. And when you go down it says, unless you eat the flesh of the son of man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. So you go to the table, what do you find? You find the bread of life. You find food to eat. He says, eat my flesh. He says, the bread that I give is my flesh which I shall give for the life of the world. So he gives his own self, his own flesh to us. He says, eat that. In Matthew chapter 26, verse 26, as if to seal this word, he says, take, eat, this is my body. When he was having supper with the disciples, eat, this is my body. When you think about it, on the table that is set for the children is the blood of Jesus, is the bread, which is the body of Jesus. And what body is that? The word of God. And the third thing that we need to learn is the children eat first. Jesus was followed by disciples. They were not in need of prayer. They were like children where the table is set and the children are not hungry. And the dogs are hungry waiting for the children to eat first so that they can get the crumbs that fall from the master's table. They were not in need and they didn't ask. You'll go to church and you'll find people that are not sick, that don't need healing and they're closer to the pastor and they don't allow you to come close to the pastor so that he can touch and heal you. There are people that are not in need of what you need. That is why you need to be persistent. There are people that don't understand your need. You need to move past that and go to Jesus. A desperate woman asked for the food which the children were ignoring. Some thought she was a nuisance. Jesus Christ must send her away. At the table which the master has said, some children will sit but refuse to eat. Some will think they don't need this food. Some will think that they have everything. And some are even doubting the dinner. You know, there are believers that will think it is fine if they are sick on this earth because there is eternal life. Because they are going to heaven, then it is okay to be sick. No, no, no. The food is set for us for now. Jesus Christ knows we are hungry now. Jesus Christ knows we need healing now. Our salvation, yes, he's going to come, take the church. But you see, he was beaten on his back so that we receive the food, which is healing now. In heaven, we don't need healing. 
We need it now. Some children don't want others to eat. Some children are in a hurry. They don't want other children to eat. They don't want even the dogs to eat. They are too busy. They've got places to go, people to see. Some children don't even know where the table is, unfortunately. They are children, but they don't know the scriptures. People don't want to read the scriptures for themselves. People don't want to ask, what does the Lord say concerning this issue? Some children will eat a little bit and they won't get full. But the Bible says, pray without ceasing. So you pray now and you don't get total healing, pray again. The blind man remained until he was touched again by Jesus. Some children, unfortunately, they want somebody else to feed them. Grow up, child of God, and take your place at the table and eat. At this time and this season, people are isolated. They are forced to get up from playing church and to go to the table and eat. It is a time where you wrestle with God on your own, in your own room. It is a time when you need to read the word because there is no one else to read the word for you. It is a time where you need to pray for yourself because the pastor is not allowed to come to your house and lay their hands upon you. It is a time you go and sit at the dinner table and eat what says the Lord concerning your healing. Call on the name of the Lord. Eat the flesh of Jesus. He is the word that became flesh. Eat the word. Feed yourself with the word. So that when the enemy comes and tells you that this is an incurable disease, you say, it is written, by his stripes I am healed. It is not written that by his stripes you are healed of all curable diseases. If it is curable, then you don't even need a miracle. You just need to pop a pill and you'll be fine. But if it is incurable, that's exactly when you need the healing of Jesus. The fourth thing that I want to raise here is the dogs eat too under the table. Praise Jesus. The dogs, the dogs like that Samaritan woman and her child. Jesus Christ said, it is not good that I give the children's bread to the dogs. This woman said, the little that comes from that table, it is sufficient for me. I may be a dog, but I want that food. I may not even get a full plate, but I want that which I can receive. Even if it's little, it is sufficient for my daughter. Unbelievers eat at the table. Unbelievers eat the food. Some may ask, can a non-Christian be healed? Most definitely. Naaman the Syrian was healed. He was not of Israel. This Syrophoenician woman was not of Israel. And she was not a disciple. She received her daughter's deliverance and went home. It doesn't tell us that she went after Jesus. She was a Syrophoenician woman and she got healed. However, the unbelievers must come under the table. The food will not go to where the unbelievers are. The unbelievers must come to the master's table and require and ask for the food, just like this woman did. The children must release the food. Glory to Jesus. There is such a, a great role that as believers we play. When you go to a hospital and you find people that are sick, don't just pray for those that are believers. Don't just walk to people and say, who is a Christian here? Pray for them. Tell them about Jesus. They are like the dogs that are sitting under the master's table. They need the food too. They need the crumbs. Share with them. Some people will receive healing and go home. And you won't even know if they actually believe in Jesus Christ or what happened to them. But yours is to release the food. Because you see, the food is a testimony of the power of Jesus. When somebody is healed after you've prayed for them, even if they were unbelievers, even if they didn't know a single thing about Jesus, they'll begin to ask, tell me more about this Jesus. You said in the name of Jesus, be healed and I am healed. Even the crumbs are enough, but the children must release the food. At times when you look at the church today, you'll see that it is an association of people that are the children that sit at the master's table and are eating and the dogs 
Nobody bothers about them. We go on Sunday. We are believers. How many times do you go out there to those that don't believe? Tell them about the healing power of Jesus. The children must eat and release the crumbs to those under the table. The world is in time or right now. It needs the children to eat and release the crumbs. The children must hear the food. Call, call them to the master's table even. Not even under the table, but to the master's table. Call them to sit. Tell them about Jesus. Call someone. Tell them about the healing power of God. We are called to pray for those that need healing, whether they are sons or not, whether they are children of God or not. We are called to pray for the sick. We are not called to pray for believers who are sick. We are called to pray for the sick. When you have prayed for them, they will want to know this Lord that you call when you're praying for them. Lead them to the table so that they can eat. We need to share the word that brings healing so that they can eat and be healed. It will be said for a child who does not come to sit at the master's table and tells other children or he tells others that are not children that the Lord does not heal. It will be said there is a table that is set for us. Ours is to eat. Continuously eat until you are full, until you are healed. The Lord will bring the people to himself. Yours is to pray for them. What is it that we eat at the master's table? Exodus chapter 15 verse 26. God revealed himself as I am the Lord who heals you. He says, if you diligently heed the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight, give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes, I will put none of the diseases on you which I have brought on the Egyptians. For I am the Lord who heals you. That is who he is. That is his name. That is his character. That is who he is. He is the Lord that heals you. Now, God cannot unbecome himself. He, he cannot change from being a healer because there is an incurable disease. He continuously and perpetually and eternally is the Lord that heals us. He is Yahweh Rapha, the Lord that heals us. What else do we find at the table? Exodus chapter 23 verse 25 to 26 says, So you shall serve the Lord your God, and he will bless your bread and your water, and I will take sickness away from the midst of you. No one shall suffer miscarriage or be barren in your land. I will fulfill the number of your days. Others will say, no, he was telling the children of Israel. Of course he did. We are of Israel by faith. Therefore, the word that he spoke to the children of Israel, we apply it to ourselves. What else do we find at the table? Isaiah chapter 53. That whole chapter is all that the Lord Jesus Christ came to do for us. From verse 4 to 6, it says, Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. Isaiah spoke this with many centuries before Jesus Christ came. He spoke about he who was to come. He spoke it as if it has already happened. It is a prophetic word that he spoke. Our griefs are carried by the Lord. Our sorrows are carried by him. In fact, other visions talk about sicknesses and illnesses and ailments. He was afflicted. The people that looked at him, they thought God has punished him. He was wounded for our transgressions. So you cannot then say, I am sick because I have transgressed. He was already wounded before you even transgressed against him. The payment for your transgressions has already been paid. He was bruised for our iniquities. If you don't have peace on an issue, remember that Jesus Christ has already been chastised. By his stripes we are healed. They beat him on his back. They gave him stripes on his back. 39 lashes plus 1. And today we can sit on those promises. His stripes were not in vain. They were for you and for me. 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 24 says, Who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, 
that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. Peter was quoting the very book of Isaiah we've just read. Mark chapter 11 verse 24. Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. So whatever you ask, what are you asking for? The Syrophoenician woman asked for her daughter to be healed. She needed the deliverance of her daughter from demon possession. What is it that you need? Ask, believe, then you'll receive it. Luke chapter 9 verse 1, it says, Then he called his twelve disciples together and gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases. Jesus Christ didn't just come to heal people. He also came and released the authority so that they that believe in him and follow him will then receive this authority and go out, cast the demons, cure diseases, heal the sick, raise the dead, heal the blind. Let the deaf begin to hear. Let the mute begin to speak. Let the sick rise from their bed of sicknesses. That was an assignment Jesus gave his disciples. Matthew 16 verse 19, he says, And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. In essence, whatever you forbid on this earth, it is also forbidden in heaven. So if you forbid something, heaven agrees with you. If you lose something and allow something to happen on this earth, heaven agrees with you. So we have been given that authority. We have been given the assignment to refuse certain things from happening on this earth, to also allow certain things to happen on this earth. If the church can stand united, use the keys of the kingdom of heaven, sickness and disease has no other choice but to go. The Bible says, resist the devil and he will flee. When you resist him, it doesn't say that he will just go away. He will flee, yes, but you must resist him. The mere fact that you must resist means he will try. He keeps on trying. He pushes. You must push back. He pushes again. You must push back. He pushes harder. You must push back so that you will stand and remain standing. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our God. Father, we thank you for this, your word. Thank you that you came and you brought healing for us. You sent us your son, Jesus, to heal us. You sent him to be made manifest on this earth and destroy the works of the devil. Father, sickness and disease is the works of the devil. And according to your word, Jesus claimed to destroy it. Father God, I stand in prayer for everyone that is sick listening to this broadcast. I pray that you touch them and heal them. I pray that there will be a renewed desire, Father, to eat your word, to sit at the table and eat your word, that we will sit and look at your word and seek for healing and pray. I ask that you touch us, Father, that you raise up believers that will seek your word and pray and be healed and will share that word with others and they be healed. Father, touch and heal everyone afflicted and affected by COVID-19. I pray that you heal them even from all underlying conditions. I stand against cancer. I pray healing upon the people of God. I stand against pneumonia. I speak healing upon the people of God. I stand against all lung diseases. I speak healing upon the people of God. I stand against sugar diabetes and high blood pressure, HIV AIDS. I speak healing upon the people of God. I stand against asthma. I speak healing upon the people of God. Heal your people, Father. Heal us. Heal our land. Heal the whole world. We need your healing, Father. We need your healing touch. Manifest your word. By his stripes we are healed. You've already suffered our Lord. You've already been striped. You've already gone to the heaven. And you said we'll do greater works. I pray that you manifest your power unto each and every one. Remind them of your word. 
Remind them, Father, to bind, to refuse, to reject, Father God, sickness and disease. May each and every one listening here agree with the word. By his stripes we are healed. Sickness and disease is not our portion. May we sit at your table and eat, Master Jesus. And I pray for everyone that does not know you yet, that they will receive the crumbs, believe your word, and be healed. I pray also that they will want to be your children too, and that they will come and sit at the master's table, eat your word, and be healed. Heal everyone, Father. Heal everyone. Heal everyone. There is sufficient power in you. Your power is never changed, never diminished. You are the same God. You are the Lord that heals us. Heal us, Father, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Father, I thank you that you hear me when I pray. And I thank you that you hear the prayers of everyone that is praying. And I pray that in agreement, you will be made manifest. All power and glory that belongs unto you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to Word Anchor Podcast. Please share with your family and friends. Remember to check out the show notes. Connect with me on social media platforms. Give feedback also and continue to spread the word. Tune in for the next episode and make the word of God your anchor.